I just don't understand how she still get jobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it started. That's how the no, she ran, she ran out of steam really fast. Like she had, she was doing a lot. She's just not funny. No, yeah, like Tiffany had not up. a funny. That caught up. Yeah, that caught up to her big time. I mean, like I commend her on the effort. It's it's commendable. But at what point? Does she become aware and just say, hey, I got to chill? Like, does that happen after this? Never. Movie? I tried to no, tell you, you guys don't. this last year, and y'all said, nah, let her go get that back. Yeah, I said, but that, that, yeah. I don't feel like she's no, doing a little no, too much. I, I, I agree. What, what, what perspective are we talking from? Like, her perspective? Like, she's supposed to chill? No, not absolutely. No, no, I'm not. If I'm not, people willing to hire you. I'm not saying, okay, I'm not saying don't take work. But it just seems like she's spreading herself like in all these different directions. Like she's doing comedy, then she's doing these really serious, then she's doing a TV show. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, she hasn't found her footing. She yeah, like I feel like she could, like she could become like a big star. Like there's obviously something about her that's appealing. That you know what I mean? Like there's there's a there's an it thing to her. You know what I mean? She might not be the funniest, but there's something about her that she does have still star qualities. Yeah. Like. So what I'm saying is, it's just like like. I don't. I'm not. I no way am I trying to say to limit what you're doing, but it's just like, like at some point you got to just say, okay, let me just get down in this and like get really good in this, and then like, I think, and then go off and try other things. I, you, I guess I don't know. I know that's unfair for me to say, but I think she's. I think she's like. I think she just need to find something where she could just plant her feet in. I think that lane should be TV. Like when she did, when I heard she was doing the the Tracy Morgan show, yeah, you know, say this is when she's at the height of her she powers. Was a, I thought that was, I thought I'm she was. Good she, in that I'm not show. saying she was terrible in it, but I thought she was bigger than him. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And she could have like, used that I thought that, I thought that really... was her taking a step backwards. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's when it hit me. Like yo, she's doing too much. You know, she doesn't. I what I was saying this when I was having our, when we was having this argument last year. I said when I felt that she was doing too much. That was the that was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. Like why are you playing second fiddle to Tracy Morgan, you're the hot one. Well, I think, I, I mean, you could look at that one or two ways. Either she was trying to help him out and trying to help him get back on his feet. I'm just I'm just saying. Um, or she maybe saw it as a way to maybe as as another uh, opportunity to kind of like grow her, to grow her stuff. I looked, at, TV I looked at it as her just trying to just bag chasing. You know what I'm saying? But like to me, that that waters down her. Like I said, it just, to me, it just, it threw sand on her. Because like I said, she, she, she was hotter than fish grease. At that time, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. If she has, if you give her a good TV show, I think she'll be fine. A good, consistent TV show, something on TBS, maybe something on, uh, uh, or maybe a Netflix special, which she did have, but it was animated and then it got like canceled. And I, but I heard it was, I heard it was, it was pretty good, you know, but yeah. it just didn't, people just never watched it. I don't know. I, I was, I was excited for her in a uh, movie with, um, McCarthy and Homegirl from, Oh, the kitchen. The kitchen, yeah. Like the trailers to me look. I, I really was like hoping that that was oh, yeah. going to be like. Uh, 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 it was. It was too much taboo behind that. Like, cause like it was. We're still like watching Melissa McCarthy in this transitional role where she's taking more serious roles and not really being typecast. It's just the goofy fat chick. Yeah, which which su- which sucks. To fall and then into that. you know, then you have Tiffany Haddish, who's you know just the goofy black chick. You but know, see, it's I weird for her see, to take a transition but, role, and I just don't think Elizabeth Moff is a good, is good in movies. She's just not a great movie actress. I don't know if anything else she's been in. She's been in Mad Men. Well, the thing she was I also in the, 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 the Jonah Hill movie. Uh, get, get him to the Greek. 
Yeah, she played the girlfriend. She was terrible uh, in that yeah, movie, and remember. she was in Us. I know she was in Us, and she was kind of yeah. Weird, she's not. Us. She's not. She's just not a great movie actress. I, I, I don't know. I I think because people do have probably think that way about her that I could see where she's really trying to like get her grit in this whole acting thing, and like I don't know. I just I think she yeah I think she needs to just take safe bets. Do a lot of shit with Netflix. Like do what Amy Schumer did. You know what I'm saying? Just take the safe bets. You know what I'm saying? Like even though you're not that funny, Netflix will surely still give you a bag for a comedy special. HBO will probably do the same. You know, or you know, or find it like hook, get with, get get with a good writer. You know what I'm saying? That's like that's another thing I wanted to talk go into. I was talking I was saying this to Karen and Doc when um I, we heard that um uh Tyler Perry was creating this new show called Sisters, which is pretty much a straight up ripoff of uh, Girlfriends. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he's nasty. So, like, it hit me, yo. We like we don't have a lot of great writers in in our amongst oh. amongst us. Oh, you know. Okay. So we're gonna talk about just. Are we talking about just? Yeah, writers? I don't know how we like. We're uh, yeah. You like you. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying yeah. to get off a tangent, but I'm just saying, if you put <laughs> Tiffany Haddish with a good writer and they come with a, with a good show together, I think she'll be fine. Something for HBO. You know, you take. I think you know she got with somebody like Larry Wilmore. I'm pretty sure they can come up with something great. But, but okay, probably. You know, saying I think she needs. I think I think she has it. She just don't know what to do with it. If she and you put her in the hands of the right person that knows what to do with it and motor. I think she'd be fine. You know what I'm saying? I like this goes to like I'm not trying to like, you know, shout these shout these but shout these guys out or like, you know, get off on another tangent, but like the argument that Joe Bunnan was saying about Cardi B, how she you know, she rose so quick so fast, you know, she didn't have real time to develop. And I don't I don't I really don't want to apply that to Tiffany Haddish because she has been grinding. At one point she was homeless, but it seemed like she you know, one day she was famous and then boom, another day. The next day, she was everywhere. I think, but I think that's just how we saw it. Like, because like we, if we weren't paying attention to her, we wouldn't know look for her or see her and things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if that's a, no. I think that's how we, but that's how we kind of knight our comedians, like even female comedians too. But you know, we on latch home. onto like a, a comedian, yeah, and then we we catapult them to the top. We've done it for the last. 20 years i mean at any given time i mean you talk about like especially when the comic view thing was in there it was like oh ricky smiley funniest guy in america and then it's like yo let's put ricky smiley and everything and then we find out like he's a one-trick pony you know like he's he better off doing but ricky smiley like stayed in his lane though but i feel like to a after, detriment after at one point. He- no, after he took all those, yeah, it's like I mean, he took a he lot took of a lot like of- he took like a lot of like small little roles it's not like he tried to become the guy you know i never got that from ricky smiley I felt like he's Ricky Smiley was somebody who's comfy, perfectly comfortable with where he was at, and you know he stayed consistent. You know what I'm saying? I like, think he's, oh, like it's well, like. Go ahead. I'm sorry. He wasn't really that funny. That's what I'm saying. He's a one. He's a one trick pony, and we just realized that he wasn't that funny. I mean, we've done that with a lot of people. Like Ricky Smiley was in. He was in. Um, what was it? Friday after next. No. And then he kind of did no, like the little airline. He wasn't. Yeah, it's like. He. I know he was. Huh? He wasn't in that movie. I know he was in First Sunday. Yes, he was in Friday at the Next. He was the he was the Santa Claus. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right. He were. Yeah, you're right. I yeah, give, I give you that. <laughs> I give you that. And so we 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 gravitate to all these comedians, and then we just like, yo, you know, it's like we do it all the time. We did it to Cat Williams after you know, and it's just like, oh, Cat think, Williams. But I, don't, I, I see what you're saying, but I don't think Tiffany Haddish falls in that category. Nobody thought like. Nobody ever looked at Tiffany Haddish as the face of black comedy. They, she was just hot. 
She was just hot. Because somebody thought she was a face of some sort of new comedy renaissance. And then the thing about, like, our culture, we don't like being late to anything. So we try to, like, so that's when we end up nighting them too early. Because it's like, yo, I've been on them. Or I've been, you know, it's like, and then, like, the culture actually knows that. And then we push them too much and don't give them time to grow. And I think that's, like, you didn't give Tiffany Haddish time to roll. It was like, as soon as we found out she was an inkling of funny, they put her in too much stuff. I completely agree. I looked at a lot of I looked people. At, I looked at her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I looked at her arc as this. Hello. Go Tell, ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Like I looked at her arc as the same as like Melissa McCarthy. Like you know, I don't want to say she's as funny as her or Melissa's as funny as Tiffany, but like it just took one role to just, like shoot her to the top. Like for Melissa McCarthy, it was her role in Bridesmaid that made her an instant star. You know, and I felt like th- the same happened for Tiffany Haddish in Girls Trip. Mind you, I still never saw Girls Trip, but that's the role that put her on the map. You know, I was waiting for her to get the accolades, and that's all it really took. Like I said, one day she was, nobody knew who she was. She was just on the Carmichael show. And then, boom, Girls Trip happened. Now she's fucking everywhere. But, yeah, that's, you know, like like you were saying, like, you know, she just she just couldn't develop. That's But, like I said, if she, you know, take, you know, stay in her lane. I don't want to say that's how mean saying like stay in her lane. Like, yeah, but I do like, I was, it, yeah, like I'm being dismissive of her work, but I'm like, I'm proud of what she's done. But like, but like you said, she, she, you know, she needs to figure, she needed to figure herself out. You know, you don't, that was my argument with her last year. You don't have to take every single role. And if you're going to take a role on TV, as hot as you are, you should at least be the star. True. No, you were. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that type of thing, it throws it it it's, it throws sand on your fucking it throws sand on your heat. It's like wrestling, you know what I'm saying? Like as hot as you are, and then you fucking go out and get job and you like get jobbed, you know what I'm saying? Just lose a bunch of matches, and then you lose your fucking your steam and shit, and then the fans just don't fucking care about you, you know what I'm saying? And it takes like one rock promo, and you're fucking done, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man! But they do that in wrestling all. They do that in wrestling all the time, like night people and try to catapult them based off a, a certain look. And I think for most people, Tiffany Haddish fit a certain demographic that they were looking for. They were looking for a black female actress from right. um, a comedian. So it, it just so happened. And then I'm not going to blame her. And if you look at it from her perspective, um, I would take the roles too, especially if they paying. You know, it's like, yo, I got a family to feed. I'm trying to, you know, I got a small window. Let me take this opportunity to you know, get it in, you know? So I, I'm not faulting her for anything. I I'm think not faulting her happened. either, but she could she's, she could still put in a little bit more. I mean, if, she's, if comedy is still going to remain her thing, she could still put at least a little bit more effort. Like, I know we we talk about how sick and tired we are to Kevin Hart all the time, but you could still find Kevin Hart in comedy, in comedy sellers working on his material. That's just, we don't, like, we don't hear those stories about Tiffany Haddish. And I would like to hear more of those stories about her, you know, going to different comedy clubs, linking up with people, trying out material and stuff, you know, to, you know, you know, development. So the whole point of this conversation was to talk about this new role that Tiffany Haddish has taken on. Um, and if you guys both look at your text messages, I've just sent you a picture of Tiffany Haddish in her new role as the host of the long running classic Kids say the darndest thing. Wasn't Anthony Anderson like the host before her? Was he? I don't know. He was just the original. I know Bill Cosby was at one I know point. Yeah, I, 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 well, Bill Cosby's like the original. But. Yeah. So are you guys looking at this picture that I sent you? I see it. I'm looking at it. That's a, that's a wild look for Tiffany. I said, like, I didn't want to sound mean. 
I didn't want to, like, I didn't sound I mean, like, I don't know what's she's been happening. Like that, she's been like that for, because I remember she was, like, very, like, skinny. I wasn't, like, you know, she was fit. She's picking up weight. She's getting thick. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not even talking about that. It just, like, I'm talking about just the whole, the whole, like, I, had, I assume she was pregnant. the hair and the suit and, like, it's getting, Well, like, she's this, old. She this, got this, on when she was, like, 37. Really? It's got, like, this weird, like, Oprah-ish sort of vibes. Yeah. Like, uh. Well, she has to, she has to fit a certain demographic, once again. Now she's. Like the people that that watch that show is like the same people that watch America's Funniest Home Videos and watch Dancing with the Stars. That's the demographic that I'm gonna complete. I'm not mad at this mover. It kind of fits. I I, do. I think it's too soon to take this type of you know this type of gig. Maybe, but it it fits. That's the Steve Harvey lane. You said what? That's the Steve Harvey lane. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I, I, I don't want to be mad at this. A check is a I'm check. not either, but this is just another example of her just jumping around and just like, so whatever, that's fine. So another twist that apparently came out of, out of today, which I don't know if you guys heard about this. Uh, so apparently um, Tiffany was on the Ellen Show today to promote Kids Say the Darndest Things. And, oh, I heard about this. <laughs> and apparently um, <laughs> Tiffany... Uh, claimed that she had sexual relations with the rapper Chingy, who enjoyed success with his chart-topping 2003 hit right there. She said that on Ellen? On Ellen. Now, here's where it gets... On Ellen's new show. Oh, her new... She's got a new show? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Burn Questions? Yeah. Okay, it's an online show. Okay, my bad. Thank you for that correction. Now, here's where it really gets crazy. Chingy is denying that he has slept with Tiffany Haddish. I would yeah, too. Shut the hell like, up. Like, shut the hell up, <laughs> Tiffany. I would too. Yeah, because Chingy Chingy don't like females. <laughs> he like he likes chicks with dicks. <laughs> he likes like females. Like what you got right there. <laughs> he likes females. Uh, yeah, allegedly. He, he like- yeah, this, this I, I I typed in Tiffany Haddish and this came out from like thirty seven minutes ago. I was like, oh shit, she's having one hell of a week. When did he let her smash? Was this like uh, a concert experience or? In, uh, it had to be at her height. He like, said, it, like like if you let two thousand seven Chingy smash, that's crazy. You nasty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said it was at the height of his um or not. So we had well, and he, he said. <laughs> And that she smashed his her brother or something or his brother. Yep, yep. It's funny. Even in this article, it's in the Daily News. It's it, when it when it references Tiffany Hamish. It it says, "Funny woman who has been riding a wave of overnight success since her breakout role in 2017's blockbuster comedy Girls Trip." Like so, everyone just knows us. I hate that. I hate that. Like a lot of people in our community feel they they need to do that in order to appeal to like outside people. Just you know, just be like that natural to the to the Mm. point you're walking on the line of cooning. Like you know, saying like we we get it, Tiffany. You know, saying you're being yourself, but nobody gives a fuck who you smashing. Well, I mean, they do it too. I mean, like so you got Demi Moore, uh, Demi Moore out there parading her. She's parading her new book around, talking about she broke up with Ashton Kusher because she he forced her to have threesomes. 
That's nasty. I'm not mad at that. that. that They've that been together put, a long put, time, though. I feel like that's putting. A, They've that's, been together a long fucking time. Yeah, but when, when not, you, when you, when that's you, not something that, that. Yeah, but when you say it like that, you got to. She wasn't careful. with Ashton Kutcher that long. They was together a long time. Like what? Years. Seven years. That's a long time. Not in Hollywood. No, it's not. That Seven is years shit. is not a long time in Hollywood. From start to finish, no. Are no. you kidding me? Dating and married. Like I don't think they were married they, for seven years, but they were together for like seven years. That's like, seven years is a long time. In Hollywood, that's a long time. Like Eddie was like twenty something when she got with him. Yeah, he left. He left. Uh, who was he with? Mila. He's with her now. Yes. Yeah. But he was with her, and right? She, and she was like, she caught him cheating. He was always cheating or something. So like she's out there like spilling business. They haven't been together in mad long. Yeah, like, and he's like friends with her kids. I think, <laughs> like, they're still cool to this day. And yeah, he's Bruce Willis. She's, She's out here being nasty, man. I don't like. I don't like when people do stupid shit like that. I don't. I don't know. I just look at it like this. I look at like Tiffany, Cardi. You know, all these chicks that you know, like you know, that's just tur- turning up the ratchet. I get it. Like you're being yourself, but you don't have to dial it up so much just to appeal to white people. When like just five years ago, that type of behavior wouldn't get wouldn't land you a good job. <laughs> you know, saying now you got white, now you're on Ellen, and white people are just soaking it all up. You know, is I mean, it it. See, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. So this is where I get confused with hip hop and I guess the culture, right? Because on one hand, it's like it's okay when it's like happening for us, but then as soon as it's not just for us, it becomes a problem. Is that fair to say? In what kind? Well, and like so, we were all for Tiffany at one point. We were all for Cardi, and we loved like like Cardi and Tiffany. Like we we're still saying they're doing what they've been doing, which is the same thing. But now it's reached like a bigger platform, and now it's like they're not really just doing it for us; like they're doing it what, for a bigger demographic. Well, well, the thing is, we re- we relate to it. like we, that's that's, reg- what, that's, that's what regular saying. shit to us. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, like look at it like fucking cornrows, right? Mm-hmm. You know, cornrows is cornrows is great. You know, saying cornrows like you know cornrows doesn't reach anywhere near the level of scrutiny like it did years ago. Yeah. You know, say so now you're seeing more white women and everybody else doing cornrows. My, I'm just looking at it, you know, I just don't forget shit. Yeah. Right? Because, like, if you tried applying for a job with cornrows yeah. years ago, you wouldn't get the shit. You know, say so now that you see Kim Kardashian with, with cornrows or Miley Cyrus with cornrows and twerking yeah. and all this shit, you know, and then you got Megan Thee Stallion and all these women who are actually good at this shit and they're eating the shit up. That's where I have the problem. Like I said, I just don't forget shit. You know, so it's not that I want to exclude you. I'm just saying, where was this energy years ago where, you know, you wouldn't let us in the building, you know, saying with this type of behavior? You got fucking models walking runways wearing do-rags now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's that's what I have an issue with. So, I still, so this is, all right, so saying all that. then White it, models it, wearing do-rags. <laughs> so, it, it's still, I guess I'm still confused because then it's like, okay, so I, I get all that. But then it's like, you know, we all recognize that hip-hop and this cu- the culture is the biggest thing in the world, mm-hmm. right? And and for it to be the biggest thing in the world, it has to be become of the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has to, like, at some point, at some point, it has to leave just being, because, like, what it sounds like, it sounds like we're on top, but we're still, like, the things with saying, like, the things fuck you, like, we're, the we're still pissed. Yeah, it's like the mafia. It's like this thing of ours. Like, we like yeah. the this people to... To kind of like, um, it, it, it's almost similar to the mafia. Like we like people to glorify, not glorify this, but kind of have some sort of uh, reverence. Uh, at, yeah, exactly. Um, this aspiration of it, like being around, but at the same time, don't try to, you know, adopt this thing like Omerta, you know, this no. thing of ours. Type shit. 
I'm not like I don't like my thing is with that like I don't think we have a problem with inclusion when it comes to hip hop. You know, so I still look at hip hop as something just as an expression of black culture. That's me. You know, what I'm saying that's that to me. That's what it's always been about. Because hip hop, we can all agree, is is bigger. But it's big. Wait, well, let me say, it's bigger than the music. You know, what I'm saying it's not just the music. It's the way we dress, the way we talk. Is you know, saying it's you know, saying it's you know, saying it's the cars we drive. It's 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 the dances. It's a lot more than just you know than just the music. And it's it's an inclusion is fine. You know, what I'm saying my problem when it comes to the inclusion is when you know we let people in and they try to become authority figures on it. You know what I'm saying? That's my issue. You know what I'm saying? I don't need, you know what I'm saying? I love Peter Rosenberg and I think he's great for our culture. I just don't need him telling me, you know, telling me what's good and what's bad in my culture. You know what I'm saying? That's, 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 that's where I draw the line. You know what I'm saying? But I'm well, all you don't want them to have, feel like they, they, they're authoritative figures in our culture. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I'm saying, like oh, you, they have the you, final can, you can have an opinion, you know what I'm saying? You can, you can, if, if you don't like something, that's fine. You know, saying like if it, you know, everything isn't for everybody. That's what I'm saying. But I don't need you to try and dictate shit. You know, what I'm saying I don't. This applies to Michael Rappaport. This, this, you know, and you know, Russ. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like we have no problem letting you guys in. Like I, I say this all the time. We like we had no problem with Post Malone until you started telling people not to listen to rap. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like right. he, you're just out of your fucking jurisdiction there, buddy. Okay, <laughs> I have a question about that too. Quick little side note. Are we allowed to like Post Malone? Yeah, not? Post Malone's great at his job. Okay, good. Like, good, good he's good, very good, good. good at his job. Right, like I said, I would never tell somebody not to listen. Like he's a hit machine. I, I give it to I him. I haven't. I haven't. Listened we give to, people their flowers I haven't here. Listen to all his stuff, but this this last album. His last album was pretty good. This is it's this, pretty good. Man, it's a fun list. It's I can't good. hate on him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I give people their flowers. Like I said, like he's talented. Like, I'm, I'm I would never like I would never go. Hey, you know what? I'm trying to go see Post Malone today. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> that, that those words would never come from my list. Would you go to a Post Malone show? Someone's like, Yo, Paul, I got these tickets. You want to sure. roll? Okay. All right. Sure. Tone, would you? Yeah, I like Post Malone. I never said I didn't. I never, yeah, and I never to, said he, I never show. said he made. I never said he made bad music. We're going to Post Malone. You know, say it's just that you know. A lot of his music, I don't, I just don't care for. But you know, he got hits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't, I can't. I'm just hate gonna on rock with man. this one album. This one album, I like a lot. All right, I'm, I'm no, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty. Good. It's yeah. the best shit I've heard from him. So, you know, so like I said, if he ever drops, if whenever he drops an album, I'm gonna listen to it. You know, what I'm saying me saying that I don't care for Post Malone isn't me saying I won't go check his shit out. There's a lot of artists I really don't care for, but I will listen to it. Just you know, we have a podcast, so I need a fucking opinion. <laughs> But so I mean, good luck, Tiffany. Yeah, I hope I hope good all luck. is well f- for Tiffany. I hope she doesn't have to sink to too far depths just to you know remain relevant and get cheap laughs. You know, because I do think she I do think she's talented. I do think she has star quality. You know, she just had to figure out you know what she needs to figure out her strengths. You know, and just maximize it. She got to find, like I said, she got to find that right role. Yeah, I think it's I, I think it's on TV. It's either on TV or just as a very. She's terrible on TV too. She did that show with Tracy Morgan, and she wasn't good in that. Put her with a good writer. I think she'll be fine. Yeah. Put her I, with a good I, writer. I, I, she'll I agree be great. with her on that. Yeah, I think that, like I said, there's something. There's some. There is something to her. I just don't know. Because I never thought Tracy Morgan was that great. A fucking was that funny either. I'm but what you put? You put? You put? What she did? Didn't she get her start on the Carmichael show? Yeah, I didn't think that was a great show either. But still, you like they'll say, look what happened with um when you put Tracy Morgan with Tina Fey on Thirty Rock. He was incredible yeah. on that show, you know. I mean, and I never really thought Tracy Morgan was funny, but he's great on that show because he had great writers around him. He was good on Martin. 
But yeah, but he's only in for like thirty second inter- interviews, like, like 37, 37 he was, seconds. He was, he, st- he was still a classic character. Yeah, he is. I mean, bro, I mean hustle man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, well, shout out to shout out to Tiffany Hatter. I mean, I do wish her all the best of luck. I mean, technically, yeah, I'm I'm looking at it now. I mean, that's where she got her her breakout was through the Carmichael show when people started noticing her. And then she started doing shit from off of that. Like, she played herself, basically, on there. Just, like, this wild black character. Yeah. Um, and then she female. got a typecast, and that was just every single role. That's what I said. Like, but that's that... not being... So, if you're playing yourself, are you really being typecast? <laughs> Is... Yes. 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 But okay, but if but that but yourself, that, but, that, a... but that but that didn't that didn't worry me because like I said, I I look at what happened with Melissa McCarthy because Melissa McCarthy was playing the same role for years after Bridesmaids. Yeah, but Melissa, and then she got that. And but she she's not she, Melissa McCarthy is not who she was playing in those movies like that bumbling like like the Chris Farley. She was doing the Chris Farley bit. Yeah, that's not really her. Longer than she needed to. Yeah, and I think and I <laughs> I hate to say it, but I think she she crafted she found a lane with being the big girl and what was that British chick that tried to come in and take that Rebel lane from Wilson? Her? She's yeah, still she, doing that. Yeah, and it's like look at her. And it's she's like, not good. Yeah, she just fell up. Like you you can only do it, but for so long. But I don't think that was Melissa McCarthy. I think with someone like Tiffany Haddish, like I said, she is her, and I think there is money in being yourself because like you're playing you. Right, so like you, you're 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 being you in this in this. So it's a good show. I think she would be great on a sketch show, you know. Get, like I'm saying, get, put her put her with Issa Rae. They come up with something great. I feel like she would do. I don't know. I can't even say what I was. Oh, no, I don't about. think so. I don't think Issa Rae is that great either. I, I mean, we got. A lot I think Issa Rae is better than most than what we have. I'm sorry. Uh, I like. Her. I think she's fun. I think Issa Rae is better. I like 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 I was trying to say earlier. I don't think we have a lot of great writers. That's me being do. honest. We have a ton of them. I don't think we have a we lot have of. Ton of them. I can name three off. I can name three off top. That is great. I think Donald is. I, I think Donald like his brother. Him. I think Donald's brother is good. I think Terrence Nance is amazing. <clears throat> I think Issa is great, and Larry Wilmore. You know, and if you want, I was telling, talking to Karen and Doc about this. They threw out um, Ava. I didn't look at her as like a TV writer, but you know, I guess Greenleaf counts. So I mean, it's not a lot. First I of all, I like think, I think Lena is overrated. Like- I don't think Lena's overrated. I think she just went above her, you know, like she took a bag and she went above her head. I just um, haven't seen anything good the, since the Master of None Thanksgiving episode. I haven't seen anything good from her. That's the reason first I think season, she's overrated. The, the first season of um, The Shy is actually okay. I never finished it because I just decent, never thought a, it was good. Is <laughs> a decent story. It just never really materialized. It doesn't have good actors either. I mean, that show is just like a bunch of B-list actors. Not even CD actors, you know. Same like, as Pose, but Pose was still pretty good. Um, your, your story has to be compelling. She tried to, you know. I'm not saying these people are not good. It's not easy to do that. And we have a ton of good writers. I mean, there's a ton of them. You know, like just because they're not popular to which you believe, you name like three very big popular people. I mean, you didn't even name Stan Lathan or Lee Daniels. Like, we have a ton of writers. You know what I'm saying? Right, a ton right, of I, I think I have a list. Tell me if this sounds all right. So Shonda, there's a ton of them. Shonda Rhimes, Issa Rae, Lena, Lena, whatever her name no. is. Kenyon, Shonda Rhimes is better than, than, than most of the people you name. No, Shonda, I think Shonda Rhimes is just more successful Larry than Wilmore. she actually is good. 
You, that's your opinion. Uh, yeah, like Shonda I said, Ron, like, yeah, like, Shonda Rhimes created four of like some of the TV's longest running television shows. Yeah. How are you gonna say she's just? Yeah, let me walk this one back. Maybe I'm being a little too subjective, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I watch you're, a lot. Of, I watch a lot of TV. Perspective of what you like, rather than just being objective of what they've done. No, you're right. I'm gonna come clean. That's exactly. That's exactly what I, do. I watch a lot of TV. So like, my fucking margin for like, you like when I go on Facebook or when I go on Instagram and all I see people only talking about is. Um, power and and snowfall that bothers me. And so when I see that, I'm like, yo, them shows are trash. There's so much other good TV out that you, and nobody knows but, about. See, that's the problem with the world, though. Like you're looking at it through your lens. I know. So you think I, I know. I know. I give you that. I give you that. But fuck, man. So you might look at. So you might take somebody like just take uh, uh Brandon's phone right now and look at his timeline, and they may be talking about something totally do- different. Brandon's timeline may not talk about power. No, you take Rebecca's phone and she might be, you know, it'd be all Grey's Anatomy and what whatever was on ABC last week, how to get away with murder. No, I completely, no, I completely agree. This like I was being, Damn, complete, yo, that is I was being completely subjective. That's the reason why. That's re- that's how I came to this conclusion. Like I said, my like the way I view TV now is different. I have a lot more expectations than what I'm get than what I'm getting from, you know, a lot of these black shows. You know what I'm saying? Because it seems like a lot of these shows. They find something in a well, and they keep drawing from that well. <coughs> you got uh, Ken, uh, what's the dude? Um, uh, Kenyon Burris that keeps creating all of these. Like, he's... In mixed dish. Um, yeah, my well, point exactly. They, they find a well, and they keep drawing from it. No, you know? he don't even work for ABC no more. That's not his fault. That's ABC doing that. He's just taking a bag. He don't even work for them no more. Like, he's not even on that network no more. He He's working with Netflix. He's been left. So they're just running with it, just like Larry Whitmore doesn't work on Blackish no more. He was there for the first season of development. Larry Whitmore doesn't work on um, what you call him, Issa Rae show no more. Like he only did that for the first. A lot of these these producers and these writers will get you going. Will be a showrunner for the first season or two, and then you're on your own. Now episodes. That's what I'm saying. Like when we say writer, what are we talking about? You're specifically trying to talk about a showrunner. No, not showrunner. I mean, like, actually, I mean, no, I mean, like, real. I mean, like, writer. I mean, like, actual writer writers. You know what I'm saying? Then, then we are just cutting hundreds of people out. Every episode has a new writer. Like, nobody. Ava's not sitting in a room writing thirty episodes, bro. No, I'm not saying she is. I didn't. Nobody. None of these guys that you named are writing thirty episodes. No, it's just not happening. I know that. Like I said, it's just you're not talking about writer. You're talking about showrunners. I I guess you literally showrunners. <laughs> I guess, I guess. So Donald That's Donald Glover is so Donald Glover isn't a writer. He's not the showrunner for Atlanta. He writes. Him and his brother writes. Terrence Terrence Nance is a writer. They write, but they Michael don't write Che every is a writer. Episode. They don't write every episode. I know they, they sit don't in write the, every episode, but like they sit in a writer's room. But they run. They have. They're basically an executive producer of their show. They're showrunners. That's their show. That's that's being a the showrunner is the same thing as saying you're the creative director. Ava don't write for uh what's the show that that's out uh Queen Queen Sugar. She doesn't write every episode, but she's the showrunner. She's the producer. That show that doesn't move, doesn't pass go without her blessing it. Okay. Larry Whitmore, same thing. Like those people will be involved like the first season and they're they're in the writers room, but once the show's up and going, you really think they got time to be here all the time? You, I mean, like. It's very few of those people that you're saying that's writing every episode. I guarantee you that. 
It's just almost impossible. No, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. But I don't know. It just I just feel I feel a lot of laziness. I just that's all that's all I sense. I sense I sense a lot of laziness. Like I don't know. Like I said, I could be I could be being like a little too brutal on this. Only like I said, only because of the spectrum of TV that I actually watch. I watch TVs from, from like different faucets, so my expectations they you know they go high. You and know? but you're also picking a selective few that you're you're. you're crazy. I'm just throwing. I was just throwing so, names out. No, but you're you're picking a selective few and saying that what popular black TV is just isn't good because I'm not I'm waiting for you to finish. Like, why aren't they good? Because of what? No, they're just not good. It's just not good. Like when I like I don't know. Like I said, it's it's my taste. Now when I watch shows, I like to I like I like authenticity. Now you know, so that's my thing. I like authenticity. I like to know that when I'm watching a show that you know. They delegated to, you know, people, you know, that that can get like when we watch Succession, right? Succession, they talk to actual people from the industry to make it feel authentic. You know what I'm saying? Like when Donald Glover did Atlanta, he's actually from Atlanta. And a lot of the things that they show in Atlanta, it actually hits. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel that when I watch Power. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like they had like another perfect example, The Wire. The Wire, one of the best written shows, because they actually had people that actually from Baltimore, like actual cops and shit, you know, work on the show to give it that authenticity. I don't get that when I watch Power. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't feel like, you know, they actually had drug dealers or people from that world that can give input. It just felt like somebody who watched a lot of drug fuck, a lot of crime TV. It's a crime from the, from the, from the outside. Yeah, from the outside. It, it felt like it was coming from people from the outside looking in, and this is how they, this is their idea of what, um, organized crime is, you know, it just didn't, it just doesn't feel authentic. Like I said, I'm speaking strictly to my taste, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Um, that's how I feel when I, when I watch a lot of these black shows, you know what I'm saying? It may not necessarily be the fucking, the show's fault, you know what I'm saying? The infrastructure probably isn't there or they're not getting the money to go out and fucking talk to but like, what sh- but what show you just keep naming power. What power show? empire is another fucking example. I don't have, I don't think that's really how the fucking music industry works. No, but I think, I but think see, that's I, just somebody's I, idea. But, of that's how a soap, but the, uh, empire, empire is a soap opera. It's I, not yeah. really, I look, I look at, really I look at, I look at shows like power and, and empire with like, like I said, it almost like a, a the same with Snowfall. Of, of, I don't think the, I don't think Snowfall is realistic. I haven't watched Snowfall. Is not a it's not a great it's not a show that that's written well. It feels like it's somebody's idea of what the drug industry is. That's what that's how that show feels to me when I watch it. You know what I'm saying? At least with, at least with I, Breaking Bad, they actually talk to chemists. You know, so even if a lot of the shit was probably bullshit, but it felt real because they talked to. Yeah, but people. that, but though, but the, I think that show was it was intending to be this like raw, gritty, like trip down the destruction of a moral individual. Like, like it was intentionally trying to do that. I don't think shows like Power and Empire are trying to convey that sort of message. I think those shows, are, in some ways, are trying to uh, glorify. Uh, a lot of like what we've seen in movies, and like you said, like this this sense. I just, of, I just, of I just don't like watching shows, and I know exactly what's gonna fucking happen. Like when I watch fucking, like I said, I don't mean to keep bringing these shows up, but when I watch Power and I watch Empire <laughs> and a lot of these other shows, I just know exactly but what, what the what fuck are, is what gonna are, happen, what other, and then it happens. So what other? You know, so like, like, we're just naming, we're naming two shows. Yeah, what other shows? Like, like look, like I, look at, like look at Pose. Right, Pose is another show. It's not, it's, it's not exactly well written. You know what I'm saying? It's not. They, they don't have the best actors. But still, though, like it's still something fresh, 
and they still they still use people from that actual community to give the to give it that authentic vibe. You know, say it's like because it's, that's it's their like the intention. movie, right? And that's it. And it, that's what makes for a good show. You know, say it's like the movie you got served, right? Which is not a great movie. But once you get to what you're there for, the dancing no, is not, fucking, I'm not going it's down fucking that awesome. Road. I'm not going and the down same thing road. with Pose. You wait, know what I'm saying? Wait, once you wait, get to wait, the balls wait, wait, wait. and so shit, it's yeah, fucking we're becoming great. A par- we're becoming yeah. a parody of the actual conversation. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you just I just like all this. I'm just saying, I'm speaking of my taste. <laughs> this nigga just my taste. <laughs> speaking of my taste, bro. What are we doing? Where are we right now? Let's reset. Let's reset. Go ahead. I don't understand. I mean, I watch Breaking Bad. I love Breaking Bad. I agree with you with almost everything. That but the authenticity feel like the guy was in a freaking trailer making blue meth. Um, that one of his drug you know kingpins was a chicken coop guy that owned a ch- you know chicken restaurant. Like that shit got out of hand too, you know. Like but it was just well it, it was well written and it was and it was you know executed well. The acting was phenomenal. Yeah, you I know, s- a lot. Of- yeah, I did say a lot of it. Shows a lot- are not realistic. No, like, I no you- like. No, I said I said earlier when I brought up Making Bad, like a lot of the mechanics of that show probably is bullshit, but the way they was able to tell the bullshit, it made it feel real. <laughs> so okay, so that's where we—that's the heart of it. We're not. Let's take out the the authenticity, the or feeling, whatever that okay. uh, conversation will lead, because I think a lot of these shows, if you really you know willing to go there, it would just break down the bullshit. I mean, Game of Thrones is about damn dun- Dungeons right. and Dragons. You know, it's like, but, but we watch that I, show for the dialogue, not really the ba- the battles. Is just like the cherry on top of the, what makes no, that I, show I was, is the dialogue. I, I wasn't watching for the dialogue. I really wanted to see some. The dialogue is the, is the meat of that show. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, I was that's, watching that's, for the dragons. You said what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I had> <laughs> Can you imagine Brandon on top of the dragon? Wee! <laughs> like the pig in the guy commercials. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> I'm not, I'm, listen, I'm not gonna lie. When the when the dragons first broke the eggshell, I was pretty excited. That, yeah. that's, no, what hook, come, that's what no, hooked me. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like that's just like when you felt like, all right, what more you got? Oh shit, the dragon! Yeah, hatch. Like, yeah because I'm gonna be honest with you, the first I was like, season, oh shit, about to get real in this show. The the, the, the first season, I wasn't really like, I'm gonna be honest, like I wasn't really like into it. I, w- I was kind of bored by it. It was a lot of talking, and I was just like, okay. And I was smoking a lot at the time, so I wasn't helping either. <laughs> And then those fucking dragon eggs popped up. I was like, "Oh, this is what this is." No, what brought okay. me? No, what brought me is when Ned got his head cut off. I didn't read the books or anything, and I thought that's the star of the show. And they killed him, nigga, before the f- fucking nah. finale. I was like, "Whoa, that's what that's what wrote me." See, back that, in. that didn't really do anything. I still like I was I saw Wilder shit on other shows and movies at that time. So that was I like, was I was in from the moment he pushed the little nigga out the window. Yeah. I, like I'm always um, a fan you of fucking like his sister, and then he put oh. <laughs> I didn't even know he was their, her sister. Um, well, that was his sister until like three episodes later. That's what I'm saying. I really get, because I wasn't paying attention closely. No, I'm going to When I was first watching Game of Thrones, like I literally like had my phone open in the Wikipedia app because it was hard. It was hard <laughs> to follow. I, like I'll give you that, and I felt the same with Succession. Like if you can muscle through like the first six episodes of Succession in the first season, like it's smooth sailing from there. But I'm always a I'm a big fan of unnecessary violence. And like when he pushed him out, like any show with unnecessary violence, I'm all for. And I think that's what brought me into power, you know, because it was like killing people that you just really shouldn't kill. It was wild. Killed. It was wild. It was all right. This is shit right same here. thing with power. Like I said, I don't want to completely shit on power because I watched like the first like you did. You've been completely shitting on power <laughs> since yeah from the jump from the very beginning. You have not said one good thing about power. Never. Okay, let me start. <laughs> I did watch. I did watch the first two seasons. And then, like me personally, when I feel like a show gets completely and utterly stupid, I would legit stop watching. 
you know, but you know, it's only but so many times we could watch Ghost and the Homegirl have sex, you know. But I start watching. I, I could pinpoint the exact time I start watching is when I saw a ninety-five pound Charlie Murphy trying to play this tough C- CO. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's when it changed for me too. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not watching this shit. And, and I was just kind of fed up with the whole Angela and, and, and Ghost thing because it was like you niggas are just. Fucking that's what I'm saying. When you keep drawing from this well yeah. and then you get too predictable, like you know, like that's when like stop. You know, I stopped watching Heroes. I did call season three. I, listen, I just, I'm glad, and you guys did give me props, but I did call that Kanan was going to turn into a good guy. I called that shit early. You actually did, and I called didn't, that I still don't think it makes sense. It does. Was yeah, I don't know if he really turned into a good guy. Was he supposed to be I like, mean, oh, he's probably an anti-hero? I think you could Like Vegeta? I, I think if, if, if the writing was done and the storytelling was told properly, there's a way you could have changed the narrative and had Kanan become kind of the protagonist and Jamie become... The antagonist. I think that there could have been a way because we've seen that it, too many it, times. It, it all well. That's right. pretty much mimicking yeah. Breaking Bad. How many times are we gonna watch a guy gradually turn into the bad guy? I'm tired of seeing that. It's TV only shows. happened like what once. That <coughs> it, it happened in Breaking Bad at Empire. To that's no, pretty, that nigga was bad from the beginning. He's listen, like, y'all don't believe me that that at one point they were trying to make fucking. It happened Lucius in Lions Game of Thrones. Like it happened in Game of Thrones, which was bullshit. Which was bullshit. <laughs> Which is bullshit. Everyone, I, listen. I, I want you to know. I still ask people who were, especially who read the books, if 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 her becoming a bad guy was a thing, and if it was alluded in the books, and they've all said no. The book readers are I've, that I've had, I've spoken to have said that there's nothing. Go ask that Jason alludes. and Mallory. Whatever they say goes. Man, listen, they go fuck <laughs> up. All right, you know I like that. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. All right, there are but two people. So um, what is what is this new power spinoff supposed to be about? Because they said like power like ghosts. Book two. Is this supposed to be like a prequel? To someone, I know. I heard it's a continuation. It's a they have, I, like ghost's name is in the title. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. What I'm it's like, it's to be like it's, a pro, is it going to be a no? It's power, no. It's no. It's power. It's called Power Book or something. Yeah, that's what I thought it's, it was. Or like book two. Yeah. It's like like ghost's name is in the title. I know that for sure. Ghost is power book? I seen Power Book as the title. I hope it's not Power Book because the more we're saying it, either way, I'm not, not I'm not watching it. Period. <laughs> is Fifty even with it? Yeah. Only reason why people and then, and the thing with like Power right now, and I don't want to keep harping on it. Like this is the last point I'm gonna make on Power. The only reason why people are watching it right now is because people have been invested for the last six years, so they just want to see how it fucking ends. And like the, that's the only reason why people are watching. Like everybody. Says it's trash. I have not seen one person say like, "Yo, this episode they was killing me." Like everybody, everybody finishes the episode upset. Well, did did it go long? What was was it supposed to have ended sooner? Was that the original? Yeah, like last year. I, or something. I stopped watching years ago. Oh, I thought it was supposed to end like even earlier, like season after season two. And that's the thing with all shows, though they don't know when to properly end. Yeah. So it just becomes a shit show. I mean, look at Game of Thrones. That's right. Like Game, Game of Thrones. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Game of Thrones wasn't a terrible ending, but just because of the standard that is set, like it the years bad. before. Yep. I think Game of Thrones should have gone longer. I think the, sh- the story is just Everybody too big. Agrees, yeah, I think yeah. the story is just way too big to try and compress and it the way they did. You know what pisses me off? I I, I heard this this week, and it, like, it really kind of like it triggered me, is that fucking D&D, and I'll be honest with you, I can't say their fucking name. So David Weiss and I, okay. whatever. Well, whatever, no. douche and douche. <laughs> they they shitted over this fucking season for the bag with Disney. Yeah, they wanted to get they wanted her to get the Star Wars, and that deal's not even probably happening anymore. Is it? Oh yes, right. Those trilogy, all those trilogies that fucking that right, that Disney was giving out. Nope. So these niggas just wasted 
wasted our fucking time for a bag that they might not even have anymore. So it was all for nothing. All for fucking I'm pretty sure they're still going to be doing other things. Well, they had They're they, not doing what they were what they, they fucked they, us over to do. They're doing a prequel. No, of are what? they are they doing a Game of Thrones prequel? No, they nope. not. Nope. Somebody else is nope. doing a prequel. Nope. <coughs> mm. Okay. That's some Remember they they got knocked they got knocked off of their conservative uh bullshit oh, yeah, too. They tried to do they the, the, the Confederate war. Yeah, the alternate history yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, so they messed around and lost so, lost the bag on everything. So, so they um mastermind. <laughs> mastermind. <laughs> yeah, they, they yep. really fucked up. Yep. <laughs> Crazy mind. <laughs> Can you imagine fucking up that bag? Shit, man. Oh yeah, they, that's yeah. been the year for year of fucking up the bag. Facts. <laughs> because you just you was too busy. You know, you had your eye on. Something else, and keep your eye in front of you. And you got else's shit, but right, they could they could have they could have stayed in college one more year, but nah, they hurry up and they hurry up and got an agent, got drafted, and tore the ACL. I see you. D and D paper boy, paper boy. <laughs> Fuck you. L to the OG. L to the o- that shit was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> L to the OG. <laughs> I thought he was gonna like wake up in the bathroom from like I thought that was like a coke binge um dream that <laughs> he used to start <laughs> rapping. I but love... nah, it was, Wait, who? it was it was really real. I'm talking about uh secession. Spoiler uh-uh. alert. Fuck off. I'm pushing all my chips on Roman. I like I just like underdogs. I just like underdogs. It feels, um, it feels like they're trying I feel to make like Roman. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna You're say I feel like chips. I feel like they're trying to push Kendall back into that. I feel like they're trying to push Kendall into some sort of underdog role as somebody we we really should not take serious. Well, I think we're in for a big surprise, and it may involve Kendall. Um, I was gonna say something different. I just felt like they they're pushing this whole Jerry and uh, Roman? Roman thing to a little. It's becoming like nasty now. Right, but I think that's arguably the funniest thing in the show right now. Like, she's, like, serious? Like, he really wants to be with her? He's like, yeah, how about we just get married? Fuck it. <laughs> he's like, you know, not, like, really, but, like, really, like, get married. Like, not really, but really. He's like, like, dude, like maybe you move in together. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think that's the talk- funniest part about the show, after, like, the chemistry between Greg and Tom. Yeah, and Tom and Shiv's chemistry, too, is pretty funny. It is. It is pretty funny. Yo, he is. I think he is awkwardly. It's awkwardly funny. And I think he is going to come out gay or something. Who Tom? No, I think Tom. It's looking like they're gearing Tom up to be like the fall guy for whatever is about to happen. Well, that too. Yeah, which which fucking sucks. Like, because he's he's like he's a top he's a top three character on this show. Tom, he's amazing. Is that the cousin or the nephew or whatever? Uh, Oh, that's great. Shiv. That's Uh um. That's um. Shiv. Shiv's husband. That's his son-in-law. Yeah, the son-in-law. He, runs, he never talks to him. Yeah, Logan he, never talks to him. He runs. He he was made like the president of like the news network. Was supposed to like be a parody of uh, Fox News. <laughs> yeah, and then like the president of that news channel is a female, and she like just <laughs> she shitted on him the first day. That's what I'm saying. When you when you get when you get in TV shows like this. And then you and that and then when I go on Facebook and see people only talking about power, that pisses me off. Because I just because it's a lot of good TV, man. I really do. <laughs> because 
Breaking her I, I, I mean, at least on my timeline, I get to see like people still quoting the office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but like that's the thing though. Like me, I don't like to like be stingy. Like when people be like, yo, that new power, blah, blah, blah. I go in people's comments like, yo, y'all still watch that? Grow up. And he's like, nah, nah, that's that. I'll be like, but I'll be like, listen, I'm gonna put you on. I did that with my friend who I just follow on Instagram. I say, listen, I'm gonna put you on. I gave him a whole list of shows. I said, yo, I say, yo, check out Fleabag, check out Killing Eve, check out Barry, check out Secession, check out Atlanta. These shows is hot right now. He's like, all right, bet, I'm gonna check them out. And then like, cause it's always a one-two punch when people try to when I try to talk shows with people. Especially people who still watch Power, they'd be like, "Oh, word, yo, do you watch Snowfall?" It's always that. <laughs> it's always, "Have you seen? Have you seen Power? And have you seen Snowfall?" <laughs> I don't know. People like what they like, man. Yeah, even Pose. Pose is up. I think Pose is a very important show. Like I said, it's not. It's not the best written show. It's just something fresh. And sometimes that's all you need. You. I think that's what really catapults a lot of TV shows into the front. It's just being fresh, new, and coming with a new idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, moving on from that, um, you do have the Breaking Bad movie finally coming on yeah, next week. I'm pretty fucking right? pumped for that. Yeah. There's a lot of shit. We got the Joker coming out tomorrow. Oh, I'm going Saturday. Are you going Saturday? Yeah, I can't fucking wait. Uh, I wanted to go tomorrow, but shit came up. I may I may hold off till Monday. I think I could survive the weekend. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah fucking, uh, so that, that um... Interview from the from uh, what was it Kimmel? Yeah, the one that you sent, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, um, what? All right, do you think he's crazy? Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, no, he's I think actor. anytime. That's what well, method actor. One, is. yes, yeah, he's a method actor, and two, I think a lot of times when they play these dark characters, a lot of these people go into depression because these these method actors take the character on, for and it takes them like three or four months to shake that shit. What is it about the Joker that makes people want to go to this place? I because I like I said, I don't, last, like, I'm not I, I'm not an actor, but I don't like I don't I still don't really get it. The Joker because the Joker doesn't care about nothing. The no, psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's 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 a very like there. Man, I was just watching this. I was just watching this video about the Joker, and just it was like ten times that the Joker was was right in like DC Comics, which is just a fucking crazy video. But the Joker is like. A, the, like, the, the fact that, like, he has no origin story. Right. Which I think is very interesting. It's that amazing. They, that yeah. they decided to create one, but it's still, like, an amalgamation of, like, different, like, You're talking about for this movie? For this movie, I yeah. think this movie, no, I don't think this is an origin story at all. I think this plays into the whole idea is that we don't know who this origin story is, and this is just a point of view. I think, I look at this as a point of view movie I don't, instead I don't of an actual mean. origin story. I don't, I don't know what that means. No, I mean, like, this is somebody's, <laughs> what I'm trying to say, this is somebody's idea what, of where they think the Joker came from. I still don't think it's going to be set well, in stone. No, it, no, no, no. That's no, what Brandon just said, though. Yeah, that, that's, that's Brandon it, just yeah. said that. Yeah. No, you said this You're was his origin. No, I didn't. You said this no, is... He, 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 led he led away. He said the Joker does not have an origin story in the comic book. I'm sorry. And it's funny that this movie is coming an uh, origin sorry, story. I did it again. Next slap. Sorry. Go ahead, Brandon. Oh. You need to have like a bottle of water. You just spray me every time I do pause. <laughs> <laughs> like, ha, ha, shut up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you said the same. You guys said the same thing, just different. Words. Um, I'm I'm sure if if these actors are really what what it seems like a lot of these actors are doing with these superhero movies is that they're getting the material and they're going and reading them. If these actors are getting these these Joker stories and they're going in, and I'm sure they're giving them the most fucked up shit, like the longest night where he fucking, um, 
the longest night, the the last laugh or whatever, where he fucking kills or he rapes Barbara Gordon. That's the like, killing joke. The killing I joke. Own, I own that. Yeah, like like when 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 I'm sure when they're looking at Joker, they're seeing like all the crazy shit that he's done. Mm-hmm. And if they're getting into this fucking psyche, that's why I said last episode, I was so shocked that people were excited for this movie because it was just like, do you know who the Joker is? Like, he's a fucked up character, but he's a fucked up character that has a logic to it. And that's what's fucking scary because he's not just this, this, like, this random, like, he is random, but he has a fucking purpose and it's just to fucking create chaos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, Joaquin Phoenix, you know, look what he did when he plays fucking Johnny Cash. Like, mm-hmm. I, I completely forgot. I just saw something on that the other day. And it's like, he was fucking phenomenal. A method actor who really, like, fucking took on that role and, like, was living as Johnny Cash on the fucking set. Now you got him playing the Joker. This fucking, what he did to his body. Did you see how, like, yeah, much fucking he weight he lost? Weight, yeah. Like, to really just, like, physically take on those features and to be mm-hmm. walking around. Like, that shit has to, like, A, it can't be healthy. Yeah, you're right. No way can be healthy. And I don't, you know, I, I always question if the if the Joker role killed Heath Ledger. Like, I always just wonder if that was it more of just, it was he had other things going on, time. and then that was just kind of used <clears throat> as, like, okay, this is what, you know, yeah, led think, to him going down that road. Heath Ledger got a little in over his head with with the role. Yeah, he he, he probably did. But now, since he, he was a method actor, too, but, you know, it's just... The Joker, I think the Joker role just took him to places that he wasn't quite ready to go. And, I mean, even, like, Jack uh, Nicholas said when he played fucking Joker, like, he had to, like, become that character and, like, take on, you know. I only felt that was just, I never looked at him as, like, Jack Nicholson falling into the Joker role. I just looked at that as. Oh, no, you're crazy. I looked at that as a Jack, I looked at that as Jack Nicholson movie with him wearing face paint. I'm not saying he was bad, but I, that's how I looked at now, it. Listen, he he was like iconized by that role after like he and he did a lot of other shit. But I feel like I in my really, world, like amongst I my friends, and really, shit. I just think we really love that movie. I think Tim, I think Tim Burton won that movie. I don't think like when I think of that movie, I think more of Tim Burton than I do Jack Nicholson. No nah, man, I, I well, I guess that's two different. When I think of those first dude. two, when I think of those first two Batman movies, I just think of like. Tim Burton's brilliance. It's, it definitely was Tim Burton. I think about that stupid ass sound stage that they were on, and they kept driving around in a circle, and it pisses me off. Was it like the, the outside day scene? Yeah, it was <laughs> terrible, man. That was the worst. That was the worst. Uh, whoever was the director of photography for that movie, I hope <laughs> they did. I'm, I'm sure at some point they were just like, listen, you're spending way too much money. We gotta, cause they were even doing like that, like the shit that they don't even do anymore, where they were like have like the paint, like it was like the background was like a painting, it was like an oils. I love those. It was I do too. They gave it like a nice little like New York noir feel yeah. to it. See, I like shit like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's Tim like Burton. Tim fucking Burton. That's what I'm saying. When I they think of those movies, that, Tim Burton, bro. They shot that on the back lot in Warner Brothers Studios, man. They had that one warehouse, man. That's the worst thing. Like, they should have <laughs> went to. They should have went to Tyler Perry's production site. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a plantation. I still though. thought I still like the set pieces though. Yeah, listen, I, listen. I'm not gonna start shitting on that movie. That movie is still a classic. It's fucking. So my take on this whole thing about um, like what you were saying, Brandon, just to kind of tail off of that, and then I guess you could say what you have to say, um, Paul, about like how you feel about like the acting, um, or how, how people go into the roles of the Joker. I think, like, for most people, there's a moral ground. I know you said something about, like, logic. I don't think there's logic with, um, like, not no logic as in, like, moral standpoint, 
for the Joker. So when people take on the Joker, they're made, they're told to make these decisions or like the Joker would act like this and he, he doesn't feel anything. Like he doesn't care. Like there's no reason, rhyme or reason. He just likes chaos. So yeah. like there's no moral being. So when you're acting as this person in these live action movies, it's not a cartoon. See, when you portray it in a cartoon or comic, it doesn't really take on the feeling of a human. So when you're actually trying to do that for 45 days or 60 days or however long it's just walking around um, doing these things, told to act this way, but not to show emotion, not to feel anything, not to make a moral standpoint, like that has to take a toll on you. It's like, yo, I'm making decisions as this empty human. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I give you, I give you credit for that. One person I will not give credit for that is he is Jared Leto. Because I feel like Jared Leto, who's another method he, actor, he teeters on being a dick. Though. This was it, it. Feels like, oh, like it seems like he like he's a method actor. And he's not. He's not. He's not. I'm, he's great, but it feels like when he when he does his things. Because like even with like uh his role in um Dallas Buyers Club, you know, which he was great in, but it feels more so like when he tried to get into like character, it feels it seems pretentious. It, it feels like a parody. Like, yeah, it, like it, the stories we heard about him on Suicide Squad, like sending like used condoms to people, it feels like a fucking parody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I didn't know he was doing that. Yeah, like Heath Ledger, he just stayed to himself. Like, stay the fuck away from me. And well, when you're ready to shoot, I'll come. Like, you know, that's I can appreciate. Yeah, that. but you know what though? That also, I, I have to say, and it's gonna sound fucked up. I feel like <laughs> Jared Leto sending used condoms to his castmates was probably healthier than Heath Ledger sitting in his trailer by himself. Going through this shit, it was just Man, safer. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't know about healthier, but I'm safer. taking a quick. <laughs> I, I, I want to get into this and just get Brandon's. I want to get into what Brandon's thoughts on about this uh first wrestling week shit. Um, because right now I took a glimpse of um AEW, uh-huh. and it they definitely just went in a TNT WCW bag. Oh, I love when, it. They so did from the very start. From the, the very start. Yeah. Yeah, if anybody that's in the back, just run down to the ring and punch somebody. <laughs> like, that is such a WCW TNT move. Like, there's no reason. Right now, there's 45 people in the ring, and each of them is taking a turn beating each other up. <laughs> that's how you end the show, man. That's how you, that's how you send them home. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, that's a classic WCW move. It, it, it is also a very WWE thing to do. Look at and the this- fans. The fans hands on their head. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, we had an NXT. Let me go to TNT. Hold on one second. There's the people who started the company, I guess, now versus the people who've been hired in the company. So the people who started the company are laying down in the ring. Some big white dude is in the ring. Getting his ass kicked? Hold on, I'm catching up. Damn, I was mad far back. Shit. Yeah, I missed that shit. Um, yeah, dude, this is this is crazy. Like, I'm, you know, when 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 the show started tonight, like I started the whole going back and forth, and I was just like, oh, sh-, like this is like fucking high school all over again, man. But then it didn't last long because I was just like, I can't keep going back and forth. This shit's just too much fucking work. Um, here we go. Oh, it's Chris Jericho and two Spaniards. Who are these? Oh, oh shit! Whoa, John Moxley came out. Is that who the hell that is? I don't know these people. That's uh, the old Dean, Dean Ambrose. He had a staff infection. I wouldn't touch him. <laughs> that guy, he stay catching tough beats, man. Say that guy had VD. No, he said he had a staff infection. Did he lose a limb? <laughs> Didn't he just 
slam him on a half of a table. All right, so Cody Rhodes is out here in a three-piece suit beating up the Spaniards. That's, that's racist. Mm. <laughs> Wrestling's good for that. Oh, you, you're still, you're still like six life, minutes. Huh? I'm catching up. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, Jack Swagger. Oh, he's a bad That's guy? who that is? Yeah, he, and he, he's in MMA, too. He's in, like, Bellator. Oh, shit. They, they, they're bringing the heavy hitter. Oh, he's not really a heavy hitter. But they're beating up the owners of the company. Yep. <laughs> This is a this is a WCW playbook move. This is an NWO move. Yeah, I was gonna say this is a kind of like reverse. Damn, this is some NWO shit. This is what they're doing. This is what so they're, they're taking turns beating them up for five minutes. Well, you know what they did that they, <laughs> they did that in the, in the beginning of the show with uh, Jericho. Spent like ten minutes just beating the shit out of Cody Rhodes. Went to a commercial break and all, and just continued beating the shit out of him. Is somebody going to come out and help him? So this is a new uh, stable? I Spanish guys? I guess. Spanish guys with white guys? Yeah, they're diverse. The diversity squad. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But yeah, man. And and so this is only Wednesday. We still got fucking Friday. Friday is what I'm interested in. Because I really, in my very naive and, and immature mind, feel that them coming out on Friday is going to like blow up and the world is going to be all about wrestling. And I know that's not going to happen, but I like to think that that'll happen. So explain to us how this actually happened because this is unique. This not this hasn't happened since the mid-90s or late 90s where you had competing um, wrestling uh, federations or, or companies going against each other on competing networks on the same night. Yeah, so, I mean, essentially, uh, this happened because the WWE was being petty. That's just, just what it comes down to. Uh, AEW, this new startup company, did these pay-per-views, and they said, fuck it, we're going to go legit, and we're going to do a weekly live televised show on TNT, and they decided to go on Wednesday nights, which was interesting because everyone assumed they would go on Monday, but then that would be kind of stupid. Um and they can't do Friday because now you got SmackDown on Fox, which is going to get pushed like all hell. So they said, fuck, let's go with Wednesday. And people got hyped. And then, like, literally, like, three months later, WWE comes out. I was like, yeah, we're going to bring our NXT show to TV for a live two-hour show to go head-on-head. Head. Pause. That sounded weird. Head-to-head head with AEW. <laughs> and now we're back to the Monday Night Wars. And shit has come full circle. Well, it's not Monday nights anymore. It's Wednesday nights. But we're now back to a wrestling war. And the world is back to the way it was. The world has balance now, right? This is... I don't know. Like, this is just truly, like, just a good feeling as a wrestling fan. Like, as a wrestling fan who never stopped watching wrestling, where most people do and they kind of give up because they're fickle and they leave and they come back and then they leave again and they came back. I stayed with this shit for 20 fucking years. Yeah, let's try to get your flowers, Brandon. 20 fucking years. Say it again. 20. It has to be more than 20 fuck. years. I'm, I'm I mean, just, it's 2019. Shit, 20. All right, all right you shit, fucking. All right, I'm <laughs> 27 fucking years watching. Round, I would have rounded it off to 30. All right, I'm going to go fucking 30. <laughs> fuck round it. that shit off. All right. Three grandpa fucking decades <laughs> watching this grandpa's shit. Lap. <laughs> 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 
three fucking decades, and now for on three separate nights, wrestling is on national fucking TV. Oh, what a fucking day. Yes. Good wrestling. Well, it's always been on national TV, but I yeah, feel what you're saying. But three nights in a row, four, if you count pay-per-views, like, I can't think of, like, that's like, I mean, only other thing that, only other thing I can think of that's on that much is, like, professional sports, like football or bath. you know what I mean? Like, Well, it is a professional sport. I mean, it's sports entertainment. I'm going to come all the way clean, not to get off a tangent here, but. Like, I think I might have to start watching football again. I kind of been wanting to, too. I kind of have been. Like, on, I'm going to admit, on I started doing FanDuel again. <laughs> you did? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I only won, like, 10 bucks total. Oh, shit. Bro. I've been watching football. I never stopped. So, I stopped for, like, three years. And, and I'm going to say, like, even though the Jets suck, like, I am kind of, like, I missed it. The only the only conflicted part with me is, like, I like in the beginning when I started doing FanDuel and then I started questioning if I should actually look at f- football, like, I started to wonder, like, damn, am I doing this in spite of being upset about the Colin Kaepernick and whole situation? <laughs> that never crossed my mind. It crossed mine, definitely. Like, fuck you, whole nigga. Majority of the damn league is black. Like, why am I worried about one mixed person? No, my, my, my whole stance. There's a lot of full blood, bloody blacks. <laughs> no, that is true. My whole stance was like, and I was saying I could technically like go back to watch it. My whole stance was I wasn't gonna watch it till the Colin Kaepernick shit got settled, which it did. You know what I'm saying? But then, like I said, it was the the whole thing with Hove. Like, you know, I chose a side, so like, nah, I'm right with Hove. But Hove watches football, so I guess it's okay. Listen, I stopped watching because I'm tired of seeing other fucking teams win. No, I just like I just like how many black quarterbacks we got now. Nah, I, I, I got people that I can root for. <laughs> yeah, like the the top five like quarterbacks, like a lot of them are black. You got Mahomes, Jameis Winston is killing it, uh, or Lamar Jackson. Like it's a great time to watch football, you know. And I like the storylines that we're getting out of it. The AB storyline, like you know, like it's fucking awesome. Well, I don't like the Jets storyline. Fucking someone's getting hurt like every <laughs> other fucking day. Like the every other has mono. Who gets mono after like seventeen? Fucking for oh what's God. the name of the dude who got suspended for a year because he can't like get his shit right? Stop hitting people. Yeah, stop, <laughs> stop trying to kill niggas on the play. I was like, I'm a fan of that Bont- shit. Bontez Burfitt. He handed out weekly CTE, CTE cases. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know this is probably like his last time. Like he's been banned for the remainder of the year. He's probably gonna get banned for life. He'll be in XFL though. They tallied up. What was it? Did you, yeah. you said the tweet like how much they tallied up this nigga lost from his suspensions? Like five million dollars. And how many yeah. years? You said what? And how many years? How many seasons he played? Like four. Like four seasons. <laughs> for a football player, that's still a lot of fucking money. I'm just saying. For, and, and first of all, a lot, let's put this in. Let's put it in perspective. So, because I know you said something earlier. We're having this conversation about um what people perceive as being popular, and, and you spilled into like the the money aspect, yeah. especially athletes, and then they become broke. The problem with them is like over you over your career as working may make more money than maybe the average football player. The problem with those football players or what the reality of it is, those football players make the bulk of their money in like three years. Yeah. You know? Um, other than like, I'm not saying like the superstars because those that money is supposed to last a generation, like a lifetime. But like inline players, even if you make $4 million over like three years, four years, four or $5 million, they're never going to make that money again for the rest of their life. Like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Like, a lot of them don't have a plan. So they'll become 
they'll get out the league and they're 26, 27 years old, um, so even 30. And then it's like, what's their career? What's their next step? Right. Like, what are you going to do know? until you until you die? <laughs> At whatever it, age so, that is. Like, 27, so say, like... Yeah. So if you made $10 million, let's say you made a $10 million hole. That was your... You took... You lost five because, the you know, whatever taxes in, you know, all that bullshit. Agents, yeah. 20% more off the... So five is off the top, just for taxes. So now you got five million. Now you got 20% for agents. You know, you take that off the top of that. You know, that's another mill gone quickly. You know, two million. Um, what, are, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. Like, that money is not going to last you for the rest of your life. Especially at the level that you're living at. So that's why a lot of them become broke. Or a lot of them... Um, just mismanage money, and you see them like living mediocre. You look at somebody like Latrell Sprewell. We may have more money than Latrell Sprewell. Yeah, it wouldn't be a stretch. Yeah, a lot of them, a lot of these players, because they just didn't manage it right, and that's why you know a lot of them are trying to figure out how to get into like multimedia now. And the players are smarter now. They're starting to build brands and businesses early. You see, like with Kevin Durant and LeBron James, basically setting out the template for all the upcoming players. Um, but then you have dumb players. You have Antonio Brown, who yeah. would have had a gazillion dollars if you could just like, hey, I'm going to go to practice, I'm going to play, I'm going to wear the fucking helmet. But now he's going to go through this whole, se- whole season. He's not going to probably play again. That guy is, what, 31, 32? Yeah. So whatever he has in a bank, he doesn't even pay people now. They had that story come out. And, and he had mad so- kids. Let's not forget that. He wasn't paying people now. He owes money now. He had contractors come out. He had people do work for him. Those people that was producing his video, he owes them 75 grand. He wasn't paying them. So it's like, in 10 years, I can see Mastermind being broke. <laughs> Mastermind. <laughs> Mastermind. Mastermind. 50 50. Mastermind. Mastermind. 50 50. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, he, he's never gonna live that one down. But yeah, that that fucking that that fucking sucks. Yeah, like I said, and he has kids. He has like five kids. That's a lot of fucking money. Got a lot of lawsuits. A lot of lawsuits. We have a few more coming. So now, and so now he sued. Um, he filed a grievance with the NFL for sixty million, which is basically double what he was gonna get paid. What did he sue? Like um, nine teams or something? Or like nine people? Like it was a number. Like it was like nine. He had nine grievances. Is that what like nine yeah, teams or like what? What is that? There's multiple teams, players, the whole situation. He's trying to like, get money. Basically, they kind of like pushed him out the league. He did it to himself. Like I don't see how he thinks this is gonna end, but. I think it's gonna be entertaining, so I'm I'm willing to follow it loosely, you know, like closely. Yeah, I gotta get back in the league now. <laughs> I gotta get back in the league. I might because even run around and buy a PlayStation and get play Madden. <laughs> I'm not one like I never said anything about the guy's talent level. I never said anything about the money he's made and hating on the money. I think it's great when these players get a hundred million dollar contracts. I, I I'm like, yo, those niggas play football and they get a hundred million dollars. That shit is crazy to me. I love it. Um, but his whole situation, I thought he was an asshole, you know, because it's just like, dog, you're getting all this money, and all you're doing is arguing about your feet, going to practice, and a helmet. And now I'm invested. Now 
I'm almost like I'm not gonna say I'm praying on his downfall, but I'm like waiting to like the moment where he's like on the thirty for thirty. <laughs> like he's broke. <laughs> he's trying to explain to him, like he's trying to apologize and say like you know he and then he's gonna go through that whole moment where I wish somebody would have stepped up and oh, said so something to me. I wish. Yeah, I can't wait till he starts saying. So things. pretty much, we're just watching this nigga walk towards that banana peel. We're not gonna reward him, like, yo, there's a banana peel. You're just gonna wait no, and walk no, we in the way for. No, that, see, see, that's what I'm talking about. We're gonna see, like, how many think pieces has been written? How many TV show talking heads? Shannon Sharps. Um, uh, what's the guy name? Ah, uh, damn, the black. He used to be a a defensive back for Pittsburgh Steelers. Are you talking but about Ryan Clark. Pettis? Oh, never mind. Oh, Ryan, okay. Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark. Um, Ryan Clark. Dominique Foxworthy, all uh all of these former football players that have been going out telling T.O. Same thing with uh, Michael Vick was out there. A lot of these people, and I'm talking about black athletes. I'm not even going to name the white ones. It's like, yo, get your shit together, bro. Um, Randy Moss, all these people that have been in his position are like, yo, get a hold of yourself. I can't wait till five years from now when he's broke, he's going to sit up there and tell us with a straight face how he wished somebody would have just took him to the side and got him straightened. <laughs> and blame in his community for not looking out for him. Like B.O.B. Yeah, like B.O.B. <laughs> he, said, fuck fuck, you niggas. he said, fuck y'all niggers. He said niggers. Because <laughs> I'm dead now. Somebody tweeted dead? like, yo, shit went downhill once he started claiming Flat Earth game. <laughs> you fucking niggas. I fucking hate you fucking niggas. You niggas ain't support me worth a shit we, while I was fucking living. Can we turn and now that I'm fucking, fucking dead, you want to talk about, oh, I love B.O.P. I love his music. I love all this shit. Fuck you. Fuck you. We had to put you fucking him, bitch. We had to put this you on the soundboard. support shit. And you don't give a fuck about me. And you don't fucking know me. Back, man. We really been slacking on our production. Motherfucker. Yeah, we need to lock down an, a release date for our episodes. <laughs> We've been out there, but we busy, man. <laughs> Yo, can I... <laughs> I want to tell, right, tell you guys this quick story if, if, or if we're going to wrap up soon because we're at an hour yeah. 13. <laughs> so, um, got these, I got the, the kids that, uh, that I work with, right? Right. And doing the hip hop shit, and they've been killing it, and it's coming down to an end, and they really have like learned some, learned, learned a lot of good shit. So um, apparently, some of the kids in the group have been like talking like outside of the of the program, like on social media and shit, um, and they've been like talking about like writing and stuff like that. So apparently, one of the kids saw another kid rapping on online, and he saw him rapping and was like, "Yo." I think you're trash. I think I'm better than you. Mm. Let's have a rap battle. Mm. Right? So <laughs> So So they, so this all happened like like last week. So they tell me this on Saturday. So I'm like, "All right, bet." Like I'm like, "All right, it's cool. You guys are like, you know, you guys are socializing and stuff like this. This is what we wanted. Like perfect." So they tell me about it and 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 the kid comes up to me and he's like, "Yeah, he was like, we're about to do a battle rap." My man came in with a book bag, and he opened up his book bag, and just mad pages fell out. All shit that he wrote. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is all this? He was like, this is my battle rap yeah. for this kid. And I'm just like, it's like 20 pages of just, sh- like. That's normal. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And then he starts telling me, he was like, yeah. And he was like, I've actually been writing disses on everybody in the group. I used to do the same thing when I write. And I, so I'm just like. All right, that's cool, but when you say everybody, 
Like, what do you mean, everybody? <laughs> he was like, I wrote one about you. I was like, nigga, what? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you wrote one? He was like, nah, it's nothing bad, but I wrote one about you. I'm just like, okay. I'm like. That would have kept me up at night. Nah, nah. Fuck that, <laughs> I was kind of like, like yeah, <laughs> you, so I was like, all right, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you do you. So we're going throughout the day or whatever. And I noticed that this kid starts recruiting some of the other kids in the group who kind of like, they're kind of nice. Mm-hmm. So they are like, they're like, you know, they kind of leave us and they go into another room and they're just like, yeah, we're just going to go in there and write stuff. So I'm like, all right, bet you guys are preparing. You know, we went over some guidelines. You know, I'm all for this. Like, if you guys want to use battle rap to like, I was like, you, you know, just got to be some boundaries, obviously, because where we are. But that's cool. So he spent like two, three hours just in this other room, him and these other kids just writing, doing whatever. So while they're in there and they're working, the kid who made the challenge has been chilling with me this whole time. And we've been chilling. We were, like, working on some stuff. We were playing some video game. And I was just like, yeah. I was like, you know, what you got? <laughs> and he was like, what do you mean? I was like, I was like, you're you doing this, this, this battle rap. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, you ready? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I'm like, where's where's your bars at? And he's like, what do you mean? I was just like, hmm. Well, he was going to, like, freestyle it? Yeah. So, that's, I'm like, yeah. So, I'm like, oh. So, I'm like, you got this all, you spinning from the top of your head. He was like, he was like, yeah, kind of. Oh. So, I was just like, okay. <laughs> I was like, yo, little homie. Damn, Brandon, you watching him walk towards that banana peel, I <laughs> yeah, see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, yo, I'm like, little homie. I'm like, explain, explain this to me again. How did this all come about, right? So, explain the story. He said he saw him rapping, and he was like, he thought he was whack. So, he was like, I could rap better than him. So he challenged him. I was like, okay, got it. Now, what do you think a rap battle is? He was like, <laughs> he was like. Did I, he disrespect him? No. Did he watch 8 Mile the Light the night before? No. <laughs> he, what he thought they were going to be doing is that they were going to each be picking like their favorite verse. And it would be who could like rap it the mm. best, like the rapper. That's actually so, like, old school. Like niggas used to do that back in the day. So he so he was like, you know, he was like, how fast you can say it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, no. No, 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 no. I'm this like, is a black kid or white kid? Uh, the, the kid that was, who, I was, who I was talking to in that story. The kid that you say. Who, who, who made no, the challenge? Who has the wrong idea. The, the white kid. <laughs> Poor white kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other kid, not white. So <laughs> <laughs> the so, other kid knows who Lona Lux is. Yeah, <laughs> this kid only knows who Papa Doc is. <laughs> so I'm like, so I was like, I was like, little homie, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, listen, I was like, my man's in the other room right now, right in, <laughs> like, right like in, when he right called, in your eulogy yeah, right now. He called it apocalypse. I was like, he's got that for you. And I was like, yeah, he's I, about to finish him. Yeah. Called it apocalypse. I don't want to see this happen to you, dog. <laughs> He's gonna kick your fucking ass. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. So I had to like, I had to like, I had to bring him to the other room. I got the other kid. I was like, listen, guys. I was like, there seems to be some miscommunication. So I said to the one, so I, said, I actually asked the other kid. I was like, yo, what do you, what do you, Brandon, <laughs> huh? Brandon, what kind of shit are you running over? <laughs> 
Just tell me. They're fucking kids. Just tell me. Just tell me the other kid, right? Uh, Yo, if he started his verse like I said, "Ayo," <laughs> it's over from there. If he started his verse like Yo, that, like, I said, "Ayo." Listen, this kid, this kid is a huge battle rap fan. So I don't know what he was gonna say, but he was like, from the way, like from what I've seen him do and like seen him work on, like the way he spits, like he's watched a lot of battle rap like videos. So he was headshot, bow. <laughs> Yo, why do battle rappers duck down when they yell headshot? <laughs> yeah, headshot. PTSD. Got a gun so big, he hit, he hit the white boy off of one of those. <laughs> Listen, I had, I had to bring them together. Clip so big. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon kept standing in the middle. Calm down. <laughs> Yo, hold it down. Hold it down. Let him get his shit off. <laughs> oh man, Yo, this little kid there, Brandon, man. you're a dirty stew, man. <laughs> <laughs> you want that man to his own funeral? You no, crazy, no, Brandon? No, 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 no. I, we went to go like to to tell him it wasn't happening because oh. that's what I'm saying. Like I, I brought I, I brought them together because I wanted like, them let's to come under- back in a week. <laughs> I wanted this for a week. I wanted them to understand what was happening. So I went to the kid that I knew was ready, and I was just like, "Yeah, I was like, what you thought is not what he thought this was, right? You know what I'm saying? Like the way you're." Like you're about to right. go, I was like, "Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's about to zig when he yeah. should clearly be zagging." So, so we were just like, "Let's just let's table this." Yeah, table now. it. Yeah. I would I would have pulled the whiteboard to the side. I would have sent them a bunch of links to a bunch of URL videos <laughs> yeah. to a bunch of like you know uh, King of the Dot. Like I would <laughs> you know have him properly prepared. Shit, he might need a month. Right, he <laughs> needs some time. He needs some time. So I was able to defuse that situation. But then my next question I asked him was like, "What you gonna say about me though?" <laughs> Hold on. So the kid who issued the challenge and wasn't prepared had to write him about you. No, no. The kid oh, the, who, who the black who, kid, the okay. kid who was challenged, who came in with the book. Oh, back he had some bars for you. He had, he had, yo, he has bars for me, the other staff, the other kid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I was like, nigga. <laughs> Listen, when this battle goes down, can you like CC me? I want to be there. This sounds incredible. Yo. Shit, you might have a bar about me. He's been waiting to get your shit. Yo, yo, not up for debate. They about to get eight. Like, <laughs> yo, if he's just a podcast. <laughs> Trying to record that. And, and I, I am kind of worried because they do. So, all right, so they do know that like I podcast. Yo, what if like, he drops <laughs> mad buzzwords that we Right. <laughs> what if he says mastermind? Right. <laughs> Yo, this kid might be a legend. <laughs> I body branding off the turnbuckle. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I want to be there. The thing is, I can see Brandon trying to fight him. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to make this a thing now. What? Like we should make this a thing. Have like a battle rap league with kids. Yo, listen, yo, these, I'm telling you, man, listen. I feel like we can get the perfect, like, I feel like we can get people behind on this. This sounds great. Yo, listen, you're teaching them something. You can teach them. Like, listen, I, like. How long has this other, the kid who, who sent the child, how long has he been, like, rapping? I mean, he's, he's, he seems to have, like, rapped for a long time. Like, he, like, he seems to know, like, a lot of, like, the, the. Artists that I don't know about. I'm sure all the young kids know. I think he's pulling an Uncle Phil at the pool hall on <laughs> If he's a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think most kids yeah, are. He probably but, does but, have a general idea. But, but this, this kid who this kid who like who can rap rap, 
like he's from like he he fucks with like older rap. So like he like he really is like like he's a, he's a, kid's a, he's a, he's a lyricist. Student. Like he's yeah. A student, yeah. Yeah, like this kid at this age is like you can tell is like a lyricist and this shit. And we got a couple kids who are like lyrically like they got You got to bring him on a show. I want to pick his brain. No, I can't bring the kids around us, man. That'd be a HIPAA violation. Oh. Yeah. But don't worry. I'm working on something. Yeah. I'm working on I want to pick that kid's brain. He seems he seems smart. He knows his shit. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll let you know if he drops some bars on me. If I still have, if I lose my job, y'all know why. So <laughs> before we go, what did you think about the bars that Shaq dropped on mm. Daniel? Mm. <laughs> when he I'm said, sorry. When he told him at the end, he left him with a warning shot, which I thought was the key part of the whole. Yes. Thing. Yeah. Thank you. Like not the fact that he recorded it in his dressing room in a TNT studio, right? <laughs> With a but on, on on a Casio machine. Kenny was holding the mic. He, Kenny stood on the chair holding the mic. That's what takes me out of Shaq. Like I love Shaq's diss. Actually, I think it's funny and entertaining. It's just the quality just takes me out of it. I'm sorry. I, That's Shaq, why I like that. You I like have the too grittiness much. of it. No, no, no. Like Earl sweatshirt is gritty. This is just this is just <laughs> this is incompetent, bro. Like you have too much money. It shouldn't be sounding like you was recording it off your laptop microphone. Like you don't say you're Shaq, <laughs> Mister Platinum man. Records. He recorded it off his uh his his MacBook just with the with the headphones. No, he sound like oh. he recorded that shit off off a of Dell with with beat speakers. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I I was I, listen at, when it first started. I was like, yeah, this is this is gonna be whack. And then and then Shaq found like a little pocket in that shit, and he was just like rapping, it, like he was just like rapping, rapping by, by like, accident. It by accident, like I know we were saying how much Dame bodied him, which like Dame he did rap yeah. better, but it did help Shaq that Dame took it so serious. Yeah, and that, <laughs> and that is weird that that worked against him. Yeah, now, like, like is Shaq a secret mastermind? <laughs> because it's like because I, I guess I guess uh, like you. Uh, in order for you to go with that narrative, you know, you have to look at it as like Shaq was playing, and he he came up with some. If he was playing, that was dope shit. Yeah, and and he's not like we don't really respect. Do we respect? Of course, him? he was playing. Do we respect? Shaq was, do we Shaq respect? Was in serious. Do we respect? But the end was the best part. No, no. Well, do do we respect rapping? Uh, Sha- Shaq and his rapping. First off, yes, yes. Prior to this, yes, yeah. Okay, because I did. It was a- I, I I thought he was just. I just don't. I just think you've always looked at Shaq as just a goofy figure. But Shaq, like, I mean, he blew the door open for like multi, no. multi faceted, multi talented type I, athletes. I, t- I I I look at Shaq completely in a high level. Like, listen, I used to. I ain't gonna front. I had the Shaq fucking sneakers. Like my dad fucking loved Shaq when he came out. Like I saw fucking every Kaz- black kid, Kaz- Kaz- every black kid in existence at one point had a pair of Shaq sneakers. That'd You're not the only one. Well, that's good to know because I got ridiculed a lot for it. So. I'm just letting you know you're not. Alone. Um, but did I, you have like no? It depends. Did you have Shaq sneakers when he was with Reebok? Or you had no, Shaq I mean no. I mean like the actual like Shaq. Shaq brand, like the the, the ones that used to the knockoff Air Forces, the like ones that used to be the knockoff. At, at one point, a black kid had a pair of the knockoff cheap brand Shaq sneakers. I never had the Reebok ones. I'll tell you that. I never had the Reebok uh, ones. Yeah, I never had the Reebok yeah. ones either. I had the actual. I wore them once. Got clown. Never wore them again. Yeah, I never <laughs> had them. Gar. Same thing with Lugs. Same thing with lugs. Um, I did have some lugs. <laughs> I hated lugs. Yeah. And mountain know. gear. And mountain gear. I don't. I don't. I don't ever heard of that. Mountain gear. Was that? Yeah, the- they were like the fake Vasquez boots. Oh. <laughs> fake Gore-Tex boots. I had the. I had the the Tims, not the Timberlands. I had the Tims. T I M. Yeah, like <laughs> the, it did. It said it didn't have the bush on the side. It had just the word Tims. 
the guy named Tim in a plaid shirt waving. Hey. Yeah. With the with the with the either too small or extra long leather at the top. <laughs> like we, oh, they still sell. I just looked it up now. They still sell Mountain Gear boots. Oh, um, I, if, <coughs> excuse me. I, I've been. I'm probably like I was. I sound terrible this entire episode. I'm a little sick. If you if no if if kids didn't have the shacks at one point they did have a pair of fat farms. The fat farm sneakers with the, vel- with, the velcro sh- with the velcro strap. No, I had I had fat form shorts. I mean, fat form kicks. Nah, with the, it was like the fake shell toes. I remember them. Yeah, I don't big think ass you... P on the side of your fucking. <laughs> yeah, no, nah. those were the skater kid shoes. Yeah, nah, I had fat form. I didn't have fat form shoes. I had the, the fake pants, though, the jeans. Mm. But anyway, we got off topic. Um, yeah. Shaq, Shaq definitely to- like got aggressive with him a few times in the record, and my favorite is the end because it was telling. He was like, "The next time, I'm gonna, <laughs> He's like, I'm really, dis- I'm gonna really discipline your ass." And the, way he said, the way he said, "I really believed him." <laughs> I was, yo, I was, I was thinking that the fact that he didn't use nigger anywhere in it made like every time he made those threats just seem more like this is like calculated. Like he really will bend you over his knee and smack your ass with that big ass hand and you're gonna cry and do nothing <laughs> about it. Yeah. Like he, he said, was I'm, serious. He said, I'm trying he said I'm hustling for a billion and not no damn he said ain't no damn dollar. Yeah. <laughs> it was just it, it was just extremely comical because like I would say like Brat Beefs was at his height, you know, like in the early to mid two thousands. And he picked the most early to mid two thousands battle rap beat to rap over. <laughs> the fucking what's the difference between me and you beat? Yeah, like, the old Dr. Dre. It doesn't like, get any more two thousands rap beef than we that thought beat. Dr. Dre lost it, and he made that. Some, <laughs> that beat. That's a weird beat for me. That beat is at fifty BPMs. It's so slow. <laughs> I, I will say when he was when when he was going. Like, down, I feel like I, I heard a million diss tracks over that beat. <laughs> I, I will say I was I did as they were as he was going down like his uh his roll call of just all this accolades and stuff like when he was just saying shit I was just like damn like damn like he did a lot of shit like a lot a lot of shit yeah he was Shaq was good at basketball <laughs> breaking news <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed it very now, much. I'm gonna come clean hit him hit like the, his. To your point, his raps did make me really think about his legacy. Like, yo, Shaq was really dead. He's done mad shit. Yeah, man. Like, even like when Blue Chips came out. Like, that, was that was another thing that took, that was another way that thing that took away from like Damien's thing, like the Kobe bar. Like, that doesn't hold up very well. Because yeah, like, everyone, everyone those were Shaq's too. words. <laughs> like, it was, like, you just wanted to throw, you just wanted to throw Kobe in to try and like get a rise out of him. That's how I feel. But it just, it just, it's a line that you had work. it. But no, he had to. You had to throw in a Kobe bar. I know he had to, but the line that he used just didn't work. Like those, everybody knows those. Like Shaq won those rings. I will say I did really enjoy uh, Damien's uh, superhero references. No, he was superhero ki- puns. No, those he had a, hard. His metaphors was crazy. <laughs> the Medusa metaphor, like the fucking the um, blue chips and space. Like yo, he killed that. The shit about yeah, me. but I agree with what Joe says. Blue chips was a better movie than Space Jam. Oh, no, Space Jam <laughs> was a get. terrible movie. It's just a movie, but I get it. Yeah. yeah, movie. I mean, we just remember Space Jam because it's Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny. Like, you know, it was a cash grab. Yeah, it definitely was. So is this new one that's coming out. Yeah, you know, it's I, I, you know I'm gonna watch it, but you know, I do yeah, the only 
kids for this new generation is gonna watch it. So everybody is like, yo, this is gonna be garbage. Just like those kids don't even know Space Jam. I was gonna say, like, do I they even know? Son... Do, do they know Bucks Bunny or any of the Looney Tunes? They actually do. No, my son, my son has never seen Space Jam. Has he seen anything with Looney Tunes? Because I feel like they don't. I asked him the other day. Who the t- I, I, it was probably a couple weeks ago now. I asked him a couple weeks ago who was the Tasmanian Devil. That's sad. He was like, who? <laughs> the fuck is a Looney Tunes? You remember back in the day, females used to get the Tasmanian Devil tattoos everywhere. Nah, you, you know what made Tweety me. Bird. You know Tweety what, Bird. <laughs> you know what made me feel old? Fucking Chef's cousin, the photographer. Like, we was at a barbecue, and, like, like I said, she's a photographer, so, like, just to be funny, I say, yo, what's up, Peter Parker? And she's like, yo, why do you keep calling me that? Who is that? I'm like, what? what? You don't know who the fuck Peter Parker is? You know? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Even in this age well, of... because the new Peter Parker doesn't take photos. That is true, but still, though, like, fucking Peter... That's Spider-Man, yo. That's something you should know. It's a new world, man. You should still know who Peter... You know, I'll yo, give her some kids that don't know... I'll give her some Kids that don't know the... Yeah... I'll give her a Run Roadrunner. You know, yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? I just don't I'm I'm gonna just look at them as just stupid kids because I don't I refuse to believe I'm getting that old. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think that I mean you gotta think, like the last big push for those movies probably were or the for the for like Looney the Looney Tunes, Tunes the Looney Tunes show on Space Cartoon Jam. Network wasn't that far, wasn't that far back. Yeah, but it didn't really catch that. And that shit was funny. I watched it up up so that <laughs> shit it had like a more adult uh, theme yeah, to it. it but it didn't catch on. I think the last time Looney Tunes were like relevant other than Space Jam was probably Looney Tunes. Like, I remember that shit vividly as a kid. Like that was my shit. But outside of that, like you don't see Bugs Bunny or any of those characters around them or they don't even promote them at Six Flags, I don't think. And they used to be like their mascots. And well, shit. Nickelodeon was a big part of that too, because they used to run those shits on Nickelodeon like twenty four seven when yeah. they weren't showing Rugrats and Doug. Yeah, and then they got SpongeBob. I think SpongeBob, SpongeBob kind of took that market. You know what? Dude, they got to run the fair. They got to shoot the one SpongeBob and Bugs Bunny. SpongeBob took Bugs Bunny's spot. That's what I'm saying. They, That's crazy. So I don't know. I don't. Wow, know. we just hit us something, didn't we? Like, like when you think about the quintessential cartoon character, it's SpongeBob. For, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Shit. And uh, this is the last thing because I know uh, Brandon. This hits home close with you. This is like your episode, Brandon. A lot of things. Um, a lot of players have been coming out the last week about former players, football players, um, saying, admitting that they've been smoking weed <laughs> their, whole, their whole NFL career. Like, like, they're not like, yeah, I hit it a few times. They're like, yo, my whole career. <laughs> like, every game. Yo. People, oh man, listen. Percy Harvin was my guy too. I love Percy Harvin. Nigga, listen, people kept fucking with him for some reason because <laughs> he was smoking the weed. Man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. I had him on a fantasy team one year. That's my guy. Listen, yo, listen, we. You know, I actually while we're talking, okay. So first, so let me just say this. Um, you can do shit on weed. You can be productive. Mm-hmm. Not everything, and not everybody. But if you can, good for you. If you can't, don't be a fucking idiot. That's all I gotta say about that. But now on the other side, I want to talk about this fucking hemp farm. Do you know about the hemp farm? You said what? Do you know about the the hemp farm? You mean right on for Knoxon? Yeah. Yeah, I drive by it all the time. Oh my! So did you know about that? Did you know they put a, a hemp farm here in in yeah. in, in Wampers? <laughs> Anyway, yeah. they put the most bullshit, like, gate. 
<laughs> yeah. Like anybody with the right ladder <laughs> could get over that shit. So I feel okay. I don't know if this is because of old age. I don't know. I don't know what this is, but for some reason, this fucking farm is making me uncomfortable. Like being here. <laughs> like I don't know why. Like I know why, but I don't know why. Like I'm feeling this way. No, for real, it's like a whole like cornfield of this shit. Yes. Yes, and I can't tell you how many people I've seen like pulled over, just like looking. Almost, like, 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 what are you doing? Like, uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like to the point. I don't know if you saw. There's like a sheriff's fucking vehicle there all the time, um... like all the time. Like either on like the far end on one end or on the other. Yeah, end. they ha- they should have they, they would have had to expect that. Yeah. Well, I mean, C- CBD oil is like big. So that's all they're going to use it for, right? Because they put that in everything now. So th- like, I feel like they should have built the building. Like it's just too open. That's bro. what I'm saying. I that's the that's the that's the trouble part. I it's feel extremely like you're, you're open. Like you can smell shit. it. You can smell the shit a mile away. Yo, and then strong. when you get to it, it's just there, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's just fucking there. And I feel like everybody slows down. When they drive by it, I feel like if you had like the right drone, you can like get the, <laughs> you can like come off, my nigga. Pause. That's just getting shot down. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so they got like, did you see? They got like cameras and shit up in there too now. That's crazy. Like across the street, like I'm just like, fuck, yo. They should just put a building there. Fuck it. Yeah, and then there's there's um there's one popping up in Beacon now too, another hemp farm. Mm. So it's just like that's the fucking game now, man. What's their plans for this for these farms? So the one that's here that's over um that we that we drive by, they're saying it's just it's just a hemp farm. There's a big ass sign that says no THC. But I think that's they're bullshit. Lying. Um but it's it's I guess the state is kind of trying to say out. Show, show, it's just Reggie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's a Reggie farm. Don't waste your time. Um but yeah, wink, they, wink. they're saying it's being it's gonna be used for, for hemp products or, or, or so so somebody bought all that land and then like No, no, so that's so, a private company. No, so so what what I think they're doing is so there's a ton of ton of farms in this area who I'm who I'm assuming well, I know this particular farm wasn't doing very well. Um so it sounds like the government came knocking and said, Hey, we wanna rent land from you to do it. And they're getting paid, I'm sure, a decent amount of money for the state to grow weed. But they don't own, I mean, they, they own what they grow, but I think it's just like a contra- contractual thing. Which, you know what I'm saying, that's why I think, like, for farmers around here, it's probably a good thing for them to, to help, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What's happening? <laughs> why did you put the sound on? <laughs> no, I'm watching, I'm watching this video. Tom sent this on Instagram with the glory <laughs> hole. The glory holes. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. I watched him shoot the sound off. It's just still funny. Nigga look mad confused. <laughs> Yo, he was mad. Like, what's gonna happen, bro? <laughs> Let that lady put him in there. You scared, Joe? <laughs> it's like four glory holes. What are you worried about? Come on, tell him no business, baby. I'm not fucking with no business. You, you ready for this, Joe? <laughs> Yo, that was funny. It's not popping on that. Oh, shit.
Oh man, it's a sick world. I'm not living in a house no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who, who is this guy? <laughs> who is this? Yo, what is that That's place? Great yeah, Yuna's man. That's the uh, Museum of Sex in New York City. Yeah, that's in the city. Yeah, that shit looks. Yeah, send lit. me the address so I can like <laughs> never go there. <laughs> yeah, this walking, walking on clouds, yeah. yeah he's an OG too. Look at him. They got a so they got a bounty house in there in the Museum of Sex, and the bounty house is like full of titties, like inflatable titties. <laughs> <laughs> He used the bathroom in the back glory. <laughs> so many holes in the wall. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. It was just come pause coming out mad slow. <laughs> pause. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that what would, he expected. That would that probably, was on him. That would probably make a great game. Pause. Like, you know, like, <laughs> whack, like whack-a-mole. Be like, whack-a-dick. That's something I would expect to see in a place like that. Pause. I think that was the goal, because it was like a... Uh, <laughs> it's it's a... What you call it? Like, there was a video game, like, car oh, shit. at the yeah, top. Oh, right. Like, like, a, like a Dave and Buster's. But anyway. Yeah, they have, like, the light that says winner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's whack-a-mole. Yeah, they have instructions on how to play. <laughs> Yo, they nuts. <laughs> Yo, this shit is still cool. Yo, they have the feet at the bottom. <laughs> they have the feet coming from under the stall. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm too, I'm too immature to go to a place like that. <laughs> nah, it's been good, man. Yo, and really quick before we go, shout out to that line at the Bronx Zoo for showing self-control. And restraint. <laughs> oh, like the killer. Things are drunk. They're drugged up. <laughs> Did you see how confused that lion yeah, was? Just... No, he was like, "What is happening?" Uh, <laughs> the lion was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna eat a black person on t- 2019." <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> yo, shit. the lion legit looked to the side like, "Yo, who's this? <laughs> is this?" <laughs> is she lost? I can't believe how much steam that shit got. That shit was on the front news of the news. It was on the front news of the paper. Cause that this shit's wild, yo. What was that lady? Said? Yeah, that was the lion looking around like, yo, y'all see her? <laughs> oh man, it was, this was this was great, guys. All right, shit. <laughs>